Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Welcome to Couple Flicks. I am Tristan. I'm uh, Zach. <laughs> and I am Nick. <laughs> um, okay, so this time, so this time we are talking about our top um, five films that other that a lot of people like that we don't. So, yeah. does that yeah. sound about right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm I, now. I'm of course not certain. Not like I'm not obviously 100% on this list. So. Yeah, me too. But yeah. you know, are we ever? <laughs> <laughs> Do either of you want to go first? Or? Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go first. Right, For cool. one, I'll just say I'm. I think everyone is now though at this point. But the Marvel movies. Over them, <laughs> and honestly, didn't really care for them when they were coming out either. Like, like the first Iron Man was cool, and yeah. Other than that, you know, don't like them really. <laughs> They're yeah. all the same, and and the one I would just specifically highlight is Black Panther. I did not. It was like out of all of them, like I can at least watch the Marvel movies and be entertained by just turning my brain off. But that one was just boring as hell. Like it wasn't even that entertaining. I don't know how it got that Oscar nom besides politics. And they, I did not like it at all. Like, at all. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, my opinion uh, was. I mean, I was a little bit puzzled that it actually that it was nominated as well, um, mainly because like I felt like I don't know there were a lot of movies that came out that like around that time that like I thought like I thought that um, I don't know I, as far as superhero movies go, I guess like I don't know I, I, to me the the Marvel the Marvel movies like I, they're not really necessarily the kind of thing that I'm gonna kind of go to the theater to see all the time but I, i'll i'll watch them when they come out you know and usually i enjoy them but i i never feel compelled to watch any of them again and i don't know for as far as black panther goes i you know i enjoyed it but i don't really think i, I will ever watch it again so. i on the other hand i love the marvel movies <laughs> <laughs> i i i get the dis this the dislike for them but I, I really enjoy them. Endgame is my favorite movie of the year so far. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some Marvel movies that I like more than others. You know, I like I like the the funnier ones. I tend to be more into the like I like the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Yeah, yeah. I like Thor Ragnarok a lot. That one I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, I tend to I tend to be in the into the the funnier ones than I am into the serious ones. So I guess. Yeah, I like the different ones. That one and Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So your number fifth, number five pick from you is Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Got it. All right, should I go next? Sure. Okay. 
My number five pick is Home Alone. For some reason, I just don't like that movie. I just, I, I, I don't know why. I, I just don't find it funny. <laughs> like, I don't really like Macaulay Culkin. I just, and I don't really like Christmas movies all that much. I don't know. For some reason, I just have never liked that one. I loved them as a kid. Yeah. And I have, watching them back, I do notice that it's pretty brutal. That would kill people. Like, yeah. I've seen, like, internet threads saying, like, oh, yeah, no, these guys would be dead ten times over. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I like when the old guy hits them with the shovel. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's, uh, those are movies I watch every year. Yeah, I like them. I grew, grew up watching them. Still watch them every year on Christmas. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm sure, like, for Christmas movies, they, I don't know, I they probably, I, I bet, like, a lot of people who have, like, really, really big families, you know, could probably relate to that one, you know. But even if you don't, like, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's, yeah. I, I guess I could see why people like it. I just, for some reason, I've never really gotten into it. Oh, my number five is, uh, where is it? <laughs> it's Blow. Ah, yeah. The John- of, Johnny Depp. Yeah, a lot of people, they talk that movie up so much, and it, it's just okay. You know, yeah, it's not not as good as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, I remember just being eh on it. <laughs> yeah, remember it at all, but... I think the subject matter didn't really interest me all that much, and so I think like when I watched it, like I I I didn't really enjoy it, but I I felt like the reason I didn't enjoy it is because I just didn't really care about the the idea of it. You know, like I don't know the story about this cocaine importer just for some reason i just am not interested in that story (laughs) yeah and yeah i i i like that they i liked what they did with it i guess like i liked that they you know ended it with him being in prison because that's the way the story ended and so i like that ultimately they didn't really glorify what he did but i don't know i didn't i don't really see i i personally don't really get why it was made you know so Mm. Uh, I think my next one I'm just gonna go with Napoleon Dynamite did not care for it at all honestly I didn't think it was that funny I don't even it's that weird kind of humor that I just don't get yeah actually I wasn't crazy about Napoleon Dynamite either yeah and it was yeah for a long time yeah. did not understand it and didn't like it yeah that's that's also on my list so I'll make that my number four as well yeah yeah. I mean I liked the, the character is pretty interesting I guess <clears throat> kinda but, uh, yeah I didn't like it I kinda I hated it honestly <laughs> when I saw it yeah <laughs> like when it first came out Maybe I enjoyed it a little, but the more times I watched it, it was like, nah. Yeah. yeah. I I watched it because a lot of people told me it was great. And, you know, I, 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 I think I rented it or 
I know I didn't see it in the theater. I know that much, but I guess I guess a lot of people did. Um, and I rented it, and like I get, like I laughed at some parts of it, but then like I don't know. Then people just kept on quoting it again and again, and like mm-hmm. it just that made me dislike it more. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my number four pick is um, the movie adaptation with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people do. And I gotta say, like, I love the first two thirds of it, but I don't know that that last part. Like, I and I understand why that why it had to end that way, but. I don't know. For some reason, I just didn't feel very satisfied with it. And I, I admire a lot of things about that movie. Like, I, I thought that Nicolas Cage did an amazing job playing two different characters. Yeah. And the guy who wrote it, Charlie Kaufman, I'd love him as a writer, as a screenwriter and as a filmmaker. Um, and Spike Jones, who directed it, I've loved all of his movies. But I don't know. For some reason, adaptation. Like I And I rewatched it a few months ago because I thought, like, maybe, you know, with time... It would click with me, but I don't know. It still hasn't yet for some reason. And I, I don't know. Like I said, I know a lot of people who really love it, and I, I want to like it. I want to, I want to love it, you know. But I just, I don't know. That last, that last third just of the film just didn't work for me for some reason. Anyway, I remember what was it, what happened in the last. Third? I don't even. Know. Well, like he's at ad, he's adapting the um this the Orchard Thief book. Um, into a screenplay <clears throat> and then at the end of it he goes to that screenwriting lecture um by that guy who basically tells him like you can't write a script a screenplay about nothing so he basically turns it into sort of like a he, he basically just delivers on like what audiences want uh, with like the crazy over the top like plot twists and you know all that stuff and bit t- sort of turns it into like a genre piece and i just i don't know it just kind of bummed me out that it went in that direction because I actually I don't know I like I like movies that are kind of quiet and personal and introspective and I don't necessarily need to see a movie that's like that is, is where the goal is to satisfy me and so I feel like the film adaptation like it was kind of pointing out the like that hypocrisy in audiences and how like people are willing to sacrifice like logic in a film in order to be entertained you know so I thought that that was a bold way of saying it but at the same time like i don't know it didn't really make it any better like the fact that it was sort of following that formula i, I it actually kind of made it more disappointing to me it's been a while since i've seen that but wasn't it the movie like where he was <clears throat> writing himself into a movie and it kind of like made yeah he was like trippy kind of yeah kind of it kind of ended up unfolding into his actual life yeah, like that's actually I, that's what i remember loving about it it was like trippy i'm like oh this is sweet and, it is definitely and i'm a fan of writing yeah. and i want to do screenplays and shit so i was totally into the theme yeah it is a good movie to watch if you want to get into screenwriting because the screenplay is kind of the, the star of the movie really yeah and um i admire the movie i, I recommend the movie but personally i just it just never clicked with me you know and I wish it did. So that's my pick for number four. And yours was also Napoleon Dynamite? Yep. Hmm. 
I'm going to go, so number three then. I'll do Pacific Rim for number three. Pacific Rim? Yeah. Okay. Did either of you like that? That was just okay. Yeah. I, I saw it in the theater, um, and I enjoyed it, but I don't remember a thing about it. Yeah, it wasn't like a big hit, but the internet loves it for some reason. Huh. Yeah. I, like I, I see it on the internet saying this is the best movie ever, and like I, they like they of course they compare it to Transformers and shit. Like ooh, it's not a big you know blurry mess, which is true. The fighting is more intelligible, but it's also kind of lame in my opinion because it's just it's realistic, yeah, because they're moving slow, and that's how probably what it would look like. Even but they're just boring. And and then there was just one huge plot hole that I just couldn't get past, which was you know how they they so they have these giant ass machines to fight the kaiju, with this incredibly high tech shit, where you're linking your brain into the, the thing. Oh yeah. Why the fuck do they have to be on the robot? If you have all this goddamn high technology, <laughs> why can't you just like? Center it in some uh, nice fortified bunker on like a virtual reality kind of thing. Like, why do they have to be inside the robot? That made no. That was just a huge plot hole that I just could not get over. Like, it made it so it was like gave I guess like a threat. Like they might die, but like hmm. with something that's that high tech, that you know we're supposed to believe that they're making giant fighting robots that link up to people's brains. You can't tell me you haven't heard of Wi-Fi. I mean, <laughs> no. And if, and if you're, and these are like the top fighters of the world, you're gonna risk getting them killed on like you know what seems to be a daily mission. <laughs> no, you're gonna want to try and keep them out like a drone, like drone attacks and shit, like giant. Like that's just one thing I just made me hate the entire movie. It made no sense. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, for some reason I don't remember it very well, you know. But like, as you're describing it, though, like, I mean, that does seem like something I would probably like, would probably like, not even think about while I was watching. So I'd probably <laughs> miss. I it's mean, all I can think about. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't like. I don't know. Like I said, I don't remember really much about it. I know they made a sequel. Yeah. Uh yeah. Did, and did you say you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. I'm, I'm with you. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember it being okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's about what I would say, too. I, I remember enjoying it, and that's about it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, is it my turn? I think it is, right? Three? One of your <laughs> Yeah, either one. <laughs> I think it's my turn. All right. Um, okay, so my number three pick is uh, Milk, which is the Sean Penn movie where he plays Harvey Milk. You know, without saying too much and going on and on about it, I just don't really see the reason for it to exist. There's already a really good documentary about the guy that came out in the mid-'80s. It's a lot better as far as in terms of filmmaking in terms of storytelling in terms of everything i just don't need to see a reenactment of that of that guy's life you know especially if it's not really even like especially when things are sugar-coated like i don't know it's like i don't need to see a generic biopic about somebody who did something good that says oh this guy was you know perfect in every way i mean 
it doesn't really paint him as a flawed human being like he was, you know, it just kind of shows that he's like this, you know, shows him as this revolutionary figure. And that's pretty much it. And I felt like the documentary did a better job showing both sides of it. I like the director, Gus Van Sant. I like a lot of his films. I didn't like that one. So, and I think Mickey Rourke should have won best actor that year instead of Sean Penn. That's my opinion. <laughs> I never saw that one. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want to. Yeah, I was I wasn't into it. It just looked boring, so I'm like, I'm gonna skip that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the documentary's better. All right. Well, my number three is Paranormal Activity. Mm. I just I thought it was boring. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really like it either. But I will say, the first time I watched it. Um, so, you know, I confess uh, the co- the version I w- got was pirated. Um, I mean, it, the movie made a millions and millions of dollars in the theater anyway, so I don't feel really all that bad about it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the, the one that I had, though, that I watched, the ending was different. Like, it ended differently from the theatrical version. Um, the way that the theatrical version ended, they they changed it and made it so that it ended with like a jump scare. I don't know why they did that. And the way it ended originally was actually better, in my opinion. Like she kills him, and then she goes upstairs, and then like she just chills in the bedroom, and then the cops show up like the next day and they like shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it ended. I like that ending more. I want I want that ending back. You know. So. And then they made about like what seven sequels? Something like that, yeah. Didn't watch any of them. Oh, just warning. I might, I might lose power at some point. Our lights are flickering. Got it. All right. But yeah, that's my number three. All right. Nice. All right. I'll go with number two. I'm gonna say uh, cars. I would have to agree. I didn't like cars. I love Pixar. Pixar is my shit. Do not like cars. I did not like A, I don't like car. Like like I'm not a car guy. And then racing. I don't like racing. Uh <laughs> so just the whole theme was eh, not interesting and then it was a fairly generic, you know, storyline and it was not I don't know, Pixar is usually real creative and real I don't know. Talking cars was just kind of dumb. Didn't, but it's massively popular, of course. Yeah, I, that's definitely, in my opinion, one of Pixar's weakest films. Um, I I like the message. You know, I think it had a very good message, and I like the ending. Um, and that's about it. Um, and then I never saw the sequels. So. No, I refuse to. <laughs> The second one's worse. Don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, way worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised they made three of them. Money. They made money, I'm sure. I guess that's... Yeah. A... It's all those toys and shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason the second one got made, was to yep. sell merch. Yep, that's what they say. <laughs> Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay. So we are. So I guess I, I'm. This is my number two pick, right? 
Yeah. Okay. So you guys are probably going to hate me for this one because this is a Korean movie and it's a very well loved one. And I am aware of how well loved it is. But for some, for some reason, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. It's I saw the devil. Oh, okay. You have either you've, you've, have you guys seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. And did you I like that one? Seen it yet. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. You haven't seen it yet? No. Okay. So you liked it? Yeah. Okay. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I it was just it w- it was just a little too insane for me, I think. Um the I I'm not going to spoil exactly what happens, you know, cuz I know you haven't seen it, but the the scene in the cab, um I don't know, for me that just felt very very far-fetched. And then like after that it just got more and more far-fetched. And I don't know, I just for, at so at a certain point I just I don't know, I couldn't follow it anymore i just i just sort of lost interest in it and then the way it ended was just sort of i don't know i just didn't really like it for some reason i'm gonna probably watch it again at some point because i think i might have just been in i don't think i was in the right mood when i watched it like because i think that that one was kind of that was a little bit more i think that that movie was smarter than like than i thought it was going to be like i think it kind of required a little bit more from me than I was sort of willing to give it because I just didn't really have the energy or the patience for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, pro- I'm I think I'll probably rewatch that one um, at some point. But for me, I saw the devil at number two. I just for some reason didn't I didn't like it. I don't actually honestly remember much. I saw it years ago when I went through just a whole <laughs> Korean movie mm-hmm. watching spree and yeah, it's, so it kind of blurred with a bunch of them. So but I do remember liking it. Watch. like all the ones i saw i liked so yeah i mean it's it's the one about the guy who his wife is murdered by the serial killer and so he he like kidnaps the serial killer and like tortures him and then lets him go oh, okay, and then yeah. like kidnaps him again and tortures yeah. him and yeah so yeah, that's my number two pick uh my number two is lucio falci's zombie or Zombie 2, or how, whatever fucking title you want to call it. <laughs> Depends on which country you live in. I yeah. don't even know that one, honestly. Oh. <laughs> it's Praise is like one of the best zombie movies of all time. I, I don't think it is. It's, it's boring. It's, the zombies don't even look that great. Yeah, it's like oh, there's a lot of paper mache makeup. No. So it's nice. one of those kinds of things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of those Italian movies, I think, get a little too much praise. I think a lot of people, they, a lot of folks like stylish type of horror movies, you know, but sometimes like those movies can be so stylized that you, like you don't really notice that they're not really very well made films. Um, and in, I'd say zombie definitely falls into that category. I think people love that movie because of the makeup effects. Cause the, like there's some scenes that are like, at least the, some of the gore scenes are kind of creative. Like there's and stylish, like there's a scene where a woman like gets a giant splinter in her eyeball. And Shit. there's another scene, like there's a scene where the, a zombie fights a shark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some cool like creative gore and effects in it um but there's not really much else beyond that the film doesn't really yeah. offer anything the ma- the music is cool 
Yeah. You know, I like some of Lucio Fulci's films, but I, I that one's not. I'm not yeah. going to say that's one of his best or anything. I've only seen a handful, but my favorite's probably The Beyond. The Beyond is a really good one. Yeah. I like that one. I think my favorite probably to, probably Don't Torture a Duckling. That's that's probably my favorite. But anyway, even though there's the stupid scene <laughs> where the guy is falling off the cliff and um <laughs> He hits his head on some rocks and you see sparks come out. <laughs> so you can tell it's, you know, it's a dummy. Because <laughs> he's bumping his head on the rocks and sparks are coming out of it. It's like one of the oh, worst yeah. effects. Oh, man. But aside from that, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Alright, this is number one now. Uh, well, did you say you're number two? Or I think you did, right? Yeah, it was Cars. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, number one. I'm just going to go with, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know how well it was actually received, but it's a, I didn't like Hateful Eight, honestly. Okay. Like, I know a lot of people didn't as well, though. But a lot of people still say it was a good one. But I just didn't like any of it, really. I think, it seems like people... I mean, people like that one more than they like Death Proof. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's just long. Honestly, boring. For 90% of it. Uh, it didn't. And I liked, I love Django Unchained. It's probably my favorite of his. And then I was like, ah, oh, sweet, another Western? Because, you know, he's a big Western fan. So I thought, oh, he's going to kick it out of the park again or knock it out of the park again. But. No, this one was just kind of boring with a lot of written dialogue, and but not as much excitement. I'm not like looking for excitement out of his movies, but it was still just real boring and slow. And yeah, uh, I liked it, um, but I didn't. I didn't like the, I the, how the like the narration appeared. Do you, you guys remember that? Like the the narration that kind of just occurred halfway through the film. Maybe. Yeah. Doesn't he show up or whatever? Yeah, it was like I, I it might have been I think it was sometime after that, yeah. Um, doesn't he usually do that like because his films get cut so much? I don't maybe. know if it was I don't know if that was the case in this movie, but, but. it might have been, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I'd have to I'd have to look that up. You you might be, you might actually be right. What was so. the narration part? Well, like, I think it was like about halfway through the film, this narration basically just suddenly ha- occurs. It summarizes everything that's happened in the film so far, basically, and who the characters are, and um, kind of hints at something that's, that's like, if you're paying attention, you already kind of know that it's going on, but the narration sort of like basically like makes it clear what's happening. And like with one of the particular characters and something that they're doing oh, involving yeah. poison and yeah, I got and I like one, yeah. yeah and like it, it's probably yeah like it's possible that that it, that he that he put that in because it got cut and they he had to like do something to, or but I don't know for some reason that like yeah when I watched it that part really drew me out of it and it was hard to get back into it after that after that but you know I still enjoyed it. I mean, I think I would have liked it more as a stage play. 
like if I'd seen it on, like on stage, yeah. I think I would have liked it more. Like I feel like it's it's like it was sort of the writing was more suited to a stage play. But yeah, I don't know. That's what they've said, yeah. Yeah. Definitely looked like one. Yeah. But I still liked it. I mean, I still I pretty much like all of his movies and yeah, I I enjoyed that one. So yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So my number one Okay, and again, uh, this is a pretty well-loved one, so I fully expect, you know, some frowns here, you know. And again, I think maybe I was just in the wrong mood when I watched it. I think maybe if I rewatched it, I would like it. But Whiplash. <laughs> I had a really hard time watching it, and I really didn't like it at all. And and that's not to say that I thought it was a bad movie. I thought it was very well made. Again, you know, I think I can... I can certainly understand and recognize when a movie is well made, but um, I don't know. I just, I found it really, I don't know. I found it kind of revolting, honestly, like, <laughs> like this idea of this teacher who's obviously like being highly abusive to the student. And I just didn't feel very inspired after watching it. Um, I don't know. I just didn't like it, but Having said that, if I watched it now, because I think when I watched it, I was sort of, I, I got, I, I watched it sort of under the wrong impression. I think I watched it because I had heard that it was like a really uplifting, like positive kind of movie. And I found it like really not very positive at all. I found it really dark and sad and <laughs> horrible, you know. So, but if I, if I watched it kind of now, sort of knowing what it is. Maybe it would work for me better. It's po- it's possible that when I watched it, I just I was just thrown off too much by what it actually was, rather than what I expected it to be. So so I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. So. Yeah, I, I love it, and I do think that I can understand why you think it's not like uplifting, but I think at yeah. the very last scene makes it an uplifting movie. Yeah. And like I did, oh, I'll be first to admit I cried at the end of that movie. Yeah. Because I love it. It's just like the whole fucking end drum scene like you know the whole end scene of him just you know giving the finger to the guy and him being like all right there yeah. you go dude and then like yeah i think it was just like i was like i, I was in tears at the end of that movie it was just, i yeah. loved it, it was so great yeah i think I, I think i probably would have been i just i was just so drained by that point yeah that's yeah. what i mean it was like just he beat him like after all that beat down he got yeah you know, after all the shit he had to go through you know yeah one in the end I am glad he that asshole. He showed that asshole up. I am really, really glad it ended that way. I mean, that that did that that was kind of like a positive ending for sure. So, you know, like because yeah, like you're right. I mean, he did show him, and he did deserve that. I mean, it was so. So I guess like in that way, it was kind of like, wow. But I just I don't know. It just made me really sad that like the when he got into the car accident and everything that was going on there. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. But he overcame it. He definitely did. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, but I do think yeah. If in time, I'll I'll give it another shot. So because I I probably would like it more if I rewatched it. So sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'm just not in the right mood when I watch something that's actually good that I could have. Like the first time I watched um the movie Unforgiven, the Clint Eastwood movie, I hated it. Now it's one of my favorite films. So. All right. Uh, 
Number one is Boyhood. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just found it extremely boring. Like, the way they filmed it was cool. Cool experiment, but the movie itself was just boring. Doesn't have much of a plot. Yeah, I never saw it. I was interested just because of the the way they filmed it, but I also noticed that the plot, it seemed there was there was none. Even not even seeing it, just getting the synopsis. Mm. It just sounds like it was a film experiment more than a movie. I don't know. I again, haven't seen yeah. it, so I can't say that. But. It definitely was a film experiment, for sure. Um, yeah. as, as for whether or not it's a movie, I mean, I still... Like, like whether it really qualifies, I guess, as like a motion picture experience. I mean, one can certainly argue its merits or or its detriments. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I I still don't really necessarily know how I feel about um you know the filming of it because yeah, it's it's really cool that he that it was filmed over a period of twelve years. Um, but I don't know. Like people change a lot in twelve years, though. And like, mm, there's a lot of risks that that one takes when doing a project like that, you know. So, it's, and, and those risks, in my opinion, because you never know if your actors are going to be able to come back every year or what'll happen. You know, one little thing could you know throw off and destroy the whole project. So the end result, you know, has to be something that makes all that effort worth it. Um, and I don't know. I think people are, for the most part, are pretty divided. You know, I, it definitely it got a lot of awards attention, but general audiences, I don't think, you know, it, I don't think it won over everybody. Um, I was very moved by it personally because it's one of the only. It's I think it's one of the first movies I can think of off the top of my head, or one of the only movies I can think of off the top of my head that actually depicted uh, the divorced, separated father as actually being like a good person. Um, who was actually trying to learn from his mistakes and was was actually learning and um, even going on to like live, you know, and have a separate family, but still be a good father figure. I mean, I appreciated that aspect of it because that's something that my own father did. Um, I don't know. I, I still I don't really know whether I would recommend the movie or not. Um, I, I definitely was moved by the experience. But I just I I don't know if it's gonna it's if it's the kind of thing I would say hey check out that one it's great you know yeah I don't think not everybody's gonna feel that way you know yeah had I gone into it knowing it was more of an experience more than a movie I probably would have enjoyed it more but yeah I know know some people who the first time they saw Dazed and Confused which is by the same director um, they were kind of disappointed because they were expecting it to be more of a comedy and. Instead, it's actually more of like a like a coming of age picture about like these sort of youth experiences and sort of what they do to people and stuff like. Um, so and it, those tend to be the type of films he makes. Richard Linklater he he likes to make tiny, small little films that take place over a period of like a few hours or a, a day or something like that, you know, uh, but in this case, it's over the course of 12 years, which I guess te- technically makes it his most ambitious film. So, yeah, um, I, I loved it, but I don't know if I would really, it's different though. Like it's a different kind of, like there's the kind of films that you go to see that you, you know, 
get a lot of satisfaction out of. And then there's more, then there's the kind of films that you, that you kind of watch more as a way of like meditating on it. And I think, I feel like this film sort of fits more into that sort of category. So. Yeah. I also feel like the, the kid just got more and more awkward. Like he didn't want to be on camera sometimes. I don't know. That's just the vibe I got from him. He was kind of an odd kid, you know, just in general. I mean, the early scenes, he had some pretty funny dialogues. Like I, there was one thing he said that I thought was pretty funny. I don't remember what it was, but and then as he got older, yeah, and he kind of became his own person. Yeah, he it did kind of you you do get the impression that he's sort of growing up to be more of like a disinterested type of person, which makes sense because he doesn't end up having the easiest experience. Um, but yeah, I could I could certainly yeah I, that makes sense you know. So. And also, like when you when you start filming a movie at that age, and then like as you grow up, like if you're like making that movie, you don't know if this young actor is gonna grow up to actually be a good actor. So yeah, and then the kid's sister was Linklater's daughter too. So oh yeah, <laughs> which you know I think I mean I had I grew up with five sisters, so I know exactly what it's like to you know have an have an older sister who's annoying and kind of beats you down all the time. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> but yeah. All right, cool. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, what the good thing, the good thing about seeing bad movies is that like you do learn a lot about like what makes a good movie. And you, I don't know, you can, you bad movies tend to make really great films that much better because it helps you sort of recognize like the many things that those kinds of films do right that even the most basic filmmakers can't even do correctly so yeah, and it gives me hope I, mean, I can make a better movie than that <laughs> I feel like some of the ones you've watched is like I can definitely do better than that without <laughs> even trying I think most definitely I mean it's become so easy to make films nowadays. Yeah, yeah. People are making films on their cell phones. That movie Tangerine by the director of the Florida Project was filmed on, I think, like two iPhones. Yep. You know. Yeah. They had special lenses to add it on to it, I think, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, undoubtedly. So. Yeah. Well, let's make a fucking movie then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have cell phones. <laughs> I got a pretty nice camera. Just saying. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's gotta happen let's do it definitely alright well until next time peace and sweet dreams good night and uh, Christmas hasn't happened yet so I'm not gonna say Merry Christmas yet but you know yeah. don't get snowed in <laughs> <laughs> and if you live in California you don't have to worry about that <laughs> or yeah. Texas or Florida <laughs> or All right, peace. Good night. <laughs>